vecino, vecino. Dios, Dios es, es bueno. bueno. Amén. Neighbor, God is good. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Thank God for event. Let's get the Lord a hand clap for him. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's a, I'm still on the first word, baby. I'm still on the first word. It's all right. Now we're going to hear from our all, awesome youth choir. Church, say amen.
morning I'm in Joshua chapter 1. Joshua, the sixth book in the Old Testament. Joshua chapter 1, verse 2. Joshua chapter 1, verse 2. When you get it, say amen. amen. Moses, my servant, is dead. Noun, therefore, arise. Stop. What are you going to do now? A new startup. Noun, therefore, arise. If ever there was a launching pad from the old into the new, from going in circles, as Israel did for 40 years, to moving in cycles, from a personal defeat to a powerful deliverance, it is here displayed in this great book of Joshua. Joshua, the person whose name means salvation, Oshia, which is the same derivative as Jesus in the New Testament, Joshua was an assistant and a minister to Moses. Born as a slave in Egypt, trained under Moses, and by God's choice, he rose to a key position of a military commander to leave Israel into the promised land of Canaan. Let me, let me stop, pause, and part, and I want our young people to hear what Pastor's saying. That leadership is different people having different approaches, different mentalities, different ways of getting things done. We need not be molded all in the same mold. We have different DNAs, different fingerprints, different mindsets, different, different histories. And we, we need to understand that Moses was great. Amen. Joshua is following a legend, a man who was great in Egypt before God called him. A man who met God through the burning bush on Mount Sinai. A man who went back to Egypt with a rod to tell Pharaoh to let his people go. A man who opened up the Red Sea, brought man out of heaven, water out of a rock. Um, a man that everybody feared. Um, and a man who had privileges that nobody else in the Bible but Jesus had. Moses was prophet, priest, and administrator. Jesus was prophet, priest, and king. Moses could meet God face to face at any time without a sacrifice. 
Anybody in the Old Testament that tried that would have been dead, including Joshua. Moses had major, major privileges. And at the end of Moses' life, Israel, because of their disobedience, as they sent spies in the land, the spies came back with an unfavorable and unfaithful report, and only two spies were faithful, Caleb and Joshua, that God made them go around in circles for 40 years to the older generation died off. God swore in his wrath, you will never go in to possess the land because of your sin of unbelief. Everybody 20 years and up, you're going to die. Everybody 20 years and below, you're going in. Only Caleb and Joshua were over 20 years and alive. And here's God on this campaign around 1405 B.C. And, 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 and I want you to be educated on this timeline that uh, we, we believe in 4,000 B.C. was the Garden of Eden. And we, we believe in 2000 B.C. was the calling of Abraham. And 1500 B.C. was the calling of Moses. The time frame is going backwards. And 1000 B.C. is David. 900 B.C. is Solomon. And uh, 722 B.C. is the captivity under the Assyrians. Ten tribes up north. And in 606, 597, 586 B.C. was the three deportations under Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar. And then the Medes and the Persians shot in around 500 B.C., and then, and then in 400 B.C., 300, 400 B.C., the Greeks under Alexander the Great came in. And then in 165 B.C., Rome appeared. 4 B.C., Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Ephrata. When we look at these timelines, it's interesting that uh, Joshua is 90 years old. He dies at 110. Which means from 90 to 110 is how many years? God takes more time preparing you than using you. Lord have mercy. The preparation of God is, is always intense. The preparation of God is always there. And, 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 and so Joshua, the person... Oshia was a military commander. Joshua was not a prophet or a priest. He was a military commander. Joshua's track record, Lord have mercy, is that he did God a lot of service. Exodus 17, Exodus 24, Exodus 33. He, he, he had a record of service. Let me, let me, let me stop Paul's apart. The paradigm for leadership in a church is a track record of faithful service. You don't make, Kent, people leaders and they don't have a track record of service. I'm preaching up in this place. You don't bring nobody on the deacon board or in the pulpit and they don't have a faithful track record of serving and giving and being loyal to the vision. That's suicide. You wait, the Bible says wait on their ministry, and you wait and watch them as they are faithful over a few things, then God is willing to make them ruler over many. Do I have a witness? You're going up to people talking, well, you seem like a nice guy. I've been watching you. Watching what? 
How do you know they're faithful in their marriage? How do you know they're faithful in ministry? How do you know they're faithful in their giving? How do you know they're faithful? How do you know they show up? How do you know they don't have major moral issues with kids and you're going to elevate them to some position? Can I get a witness? Are y'all listening to pastor? We got to watch folk in service before you decide to nominate them and elevate them. I was talking about this last week about the Aretha Franklin syndrome with choirs. You know, people got a nice voice, so you stand them up there and let them just blow everybody out, but they live like hell. Come on now. They watch Atlanta Housewives and BET, and then they bring that mess in the church. This is a spiritual entity. Doesn't matter how you sound. It's, a matter, it's really a matter of who you yielded to. Are y'all praying with me? And, and, and one of my concerns of our millennials, young people, one of my concerns is priority, mispriority. Yeah. Satan, listen, Satan's device, I'm coming back. Satan's device, Paul had preached, come out from among them. Look at this. Ek, come back out from among the world. You... Be in the world, but don't be like the world. Remember that? Don't, don't let the world set your agenda, set your values. Uh, so Satan said, I can't beat him, I join him. Here's what Satan did. So now we got social media where God is no longer asking you to come out. Satan says, I'm bringing the world to you through your telephone, through your Facebook, through your Twitter. Now, nothing's wrong with these things by themselves, but when Satan can use them to stop you from coming to church. Yeah, yeah, let pastor go on and preach it. Amen. And, and, and for you to take on the values or devalues of the world, and young girls, don't let nobody touch you till they marry you. Abstinence is God's will. Young boys, don't get involved sexually. Abstinence is God's will. It, listen, there's nothing wrong with you because you abstain. Something's wrong with you when you don't abstain. Well, if you don't do this, you don't love me. Bye. And, uh, and I'm speaking from experience because I was a virgin when I met Sister Gordon. So, so, so you know, not V-I-R-G-I-N, but something else. I was V-E-R-S-I or whatever. I was another version, right? But the fact of the matter is, that was a joke, all right? But the fact of the matter is, is that our children and our teenagers feel obligated to compromise. And we don't have those godly parents anymore. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know the story. Hallelujah. I left home at 17, 17, 68. We were raised in a highly structured home. A lot of rules. Not too much relationship. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas. That was about it. Can I get a witness? And now everything's been reversed. All relationship, no rules. So we're living in anarchy. We're living where young girls feel the need. Come on now. 
to compromise and young boys feel the need to give in to be accepted. And the church is silent. And the homes are silent. Man, when I was growing up, my mother picked my friends. She said, I don't want you with that boy. How, how many of y'all remember that? Now, now, don't, now, now look, let, let me tell the whole story. Now, we shot around the corner and hung with them anyway, but I don't, I don't want you with that little boy. I don't want you with that girl. They were picking our friends because they had a discernment. Do I have a witness? The days when your daughter brought the boy home or your son brought the girl home and the parents would look them in the eye and shake their hand, they were looking for something. Come on now, them days is over. So pastor's your daddy. Sec second daddy. I don't want to mess this up on TV. I'm your second daddy. But somebody has got to speak up to stop the trend of this ungodly apostatizing from the church. He had a record of service. He was a soldier. He fought the Amalekites as her and Caleb held up Moses' arms so Moses could pray. It was Joshua down in the valley fighting. Joshua was a bad boy. He was not only, he gave service and a soldier, he was a scout. He was a spy of the 12 spies that went out. Him and Caleb came back with a good report. And listen to this, good and bad reports are predicated on your faith. They saw the same things the other 10 saw. Yeah, there are giants in the land. Yeah, there are fortified cities. But Caleb and Joshua said, but Lord, we're able because of you. He was a soldier. He gave service. He was a spy. He was a scout. Supplications were made by Moses. Sovereignty of God took effect. The Spirit's presence was with him. Lord, have mercy. Joshua, the person, was a military commander. I, I know y'all tired of hearing this. I'm going to say it anyhow. I left home at 17. My military experience from 17 to 24 established my life. I even told the pulpit committee here, don't call me. I'm, uh, pastoring is not a job. I got a job. Don't call me unless you want the Bible. Are y'all getting this? In the name of Jesus. I'm not coming in here playing games. The fact of the matter is, is that the military taught me. They took feelings out of the, off, off the table. Everything was functioning. They're sitting there crying. <laughs> Soldier, after you get rid of them crocodile tears, get your butt and do the job. Da, 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 da. You know, we, we, were, we, were, we, were, we, were, we were educated at all costs to get the job done. And you know what? Nobody wants to hear you crying the way everybody got problems. So I, I, listen, listen, listen. So when I start pastoring, we're going to set this house in order, make it excellent doctrinally. We're going to move this congregation to being saved. Thousands have been saved. Thousands are discipled. Thousands are ministered to. And the fact of the matter is that, you know, I try to keep my frontlets forward. I'm not getting caught up in all this uh, uh, entertainment and, and all this trying to duplicate that. No, no, no. We are about the cross of Jesus Christ. We are about glorifying, magnifying his name. We are about bringing principles out of the word into people's lives so they can be free. 
I'm not trying to be relevant. I'm trying to be righteous. I don't have a need for relevancy. Well, you old-fashioned. God bless you. Doesn't bother me. Can I get a witness? Because the word is what's going to change you. The word is what's going to bless you. The word is what's going to transform you. Amen? And, 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 and so when you look at Joshua, the person, you go into Joshua, the program, and God says, you're going to cross this Jordan River and you're going to enter. From that point on, everything was by faith. The Jordan is swelling up. The Jordan is overflowing. When you, listen, God says, here's how you're going to cross this Jordan with two and a half million people. Send the priests of Levi in first. Let them carry the Ark of the Covenant. And listen to this. And when their feet touch the water, the waters will recede. I'm preaching up in this place. You got to have God when you're going through turbulent waters. You, you got to have God on your side when you're passing through trouble. Can I get a witness? And when the, and when it, listen, and when the waters went down, the program of Joshua was get into the land and start with the central campaign, chapter 6 to 8, then the southern campaigns, chapter 9 to 11, then the northern campaigns, 11, amen, and then a summary of the conquest, chapter 12, and God is saying, uh, you are no longer in the stage of law, you're in the stage of conquest. You're going into the land, a land filling with milk and honey. It's a promised land. However, <laughs> there are promises for you in the land, but ah, there will be battles and blessings. There will be conflict. We need to stop lying to folk. There ain't no heaven down here. I heard, I heard a commercial about the ministries. Ain't no soulmate down here where everything's going well. Ain't nobody riding up on no white horse. <laughs> Can I get a witness? <laughs> they're going to ride up on a donkey. <laughs> That's what they're going to ride up on. Stop buying the world's lies. Okay, who you with? You're going to have problems. Because you got a sin nature in you, don't we? I got a sin nature in me, don't we? Come on now. We got different histories, don't we? Can I get a witness? And stop believing that you are capable of making them come to church. If they don't serve Jesus out of a heart of themselves, if they don't want to be yielded, you can't do anything to add to that. If they won't listen to God, what makes you think they're going to listen to you? Tight, but it's right. Mm. His program was to go in, defeat the enemy. We got to fight. We got to fight through some battles. First, we got conflict in ourselves. Don't we have conflict in ourselves? We got conflict in ourselves. There's conflict wherever we go. We got to learn how to deal with conflict. It's part of life. God uses it to make us more like him. He uses it to develop us. He uses it to mature us. <sighs> Joshua, the purpose, 
is to go in, be sacrificial, situational, some sufferings involved. And last week we started out on the Colossian prayer of Paul to the church at Colossae and chapter 1, verse 9, don't turn, when Paul says, uh, dealing with the Bolema, bo Thelema, uh, uh, different wills of God, that we may be filled with the knowledge of his will. And you know what that is? Same thing on preaching day. It's directional. Lord, what is it you would have me to do? See, if you and I are not in the direct will of God, God is going to allow a whole lot of things to keep coming up to move us to where he wants us to be. Do I have a witness? Huh? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so uh, he, he, he talked about a wise a, a wisdom, a wise walk, a wise work, a wise uh, wealth of knowledge, amen, and a wise worship. We, we were there. So because of the new birth and we have a new mind and a new heart and a new motive, we, we got to start gravitating into the will of God. All of God's blessings is in his will. You can't stay outside of his will and expect to be blessed, can God ain't doing that. Can I get a witness? Abraham wasn't blessed till he got back on the road to Canaan. Can I get a witness? Yeah, and, 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 and so child of God, child of God, child of God, this new startup. Now you, whether, listen, whether you're starting up a new business, a new marriage, a new ministry, amen, a, a, a new mindset, we don't deal with resolutions. You need a resolve to do this. Listen, anything you start up begins with directional, moves to devotional, moves to difficulty, moves to deliverance, that when we begin to look at these four aspects right here, we're going to pull it out. Um, a new startup. A new startup. I caution people about remarriage. I know what the Bible says, but psychologically, you getting remarried, you've got to make sure that your issues and history from the first has been resolved. You can't go into another man and you got all this hidden anger and bitterness and expect to be happy. It ain't happening. Somewhere along the line, you're going to look at their mate and say, you know what, you remind me of that thing I just left. And, and listen, the problem is in you. And you'll drag the joke in from the first into the second. And not even know it. Amen. Some of you still angry with your daddy, still angry with your mommy, still angry with your old boyfriend. You drag all that into your marriage and cause dysfunction because you have not been healed. You keep saying you're healed. Ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm fine. No, you're not fine. And that goes for all of us. Every last one of us. That's why the songwriter said, it's me, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mother, not my father, not my brother. It's me. I messed up. Lord, have mercy. 
I grew up in the streets of South Philly, man, 17 years. I, at gangs, everything else, high school. It was a mess. They called South Philadelphia High the slaughterhouse. It was crazy up in there, Doc. It wasn't like Bartram. You know, everybody ran to Bartram to be protected. It wasn't like Bartram. Or Overbrook. I mean, we talking about city, city, city. Grew up in that stuff, man. So today, I don't like tough guys. I grew up in there. I know a real tough guy when I see one. North Philly, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Dobbins. Come on now. Um, it's hard, man. You learn. And the fact, and the fact of the matter is, is that <clears throat> as we mature, matriculate, and become more like Christ, we're struggling with the old and the new. The old and the new are constantly demanding. Constantly, constantly, constantly demanding. So here's Joshua. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, because he's dead, the startup of a new watch. Transition is the key word. How do you do with transitions? Don't answer too quickly because a lot of us struggle with transitions. You know what, you know what causes us to struggle with transitions? It's hard to completely leave the old, and it's hard to enter into the new, leaving the old. Are y'all praying with me? Well, you know, at my old church, we didn't do this, but why'd you leave? I don't mean no harm. If your old church was that great, why'd you leave? Well, the, the fact of the matter is, is that, and this, this is that military regiment stuff. Every base I was stationed at, and I was, you know, I remember being 19, I was a sergeant man. I had my uh, un a, a dress A uniforms on, my duffel bag. I reported for doodle, sir, uh, da, 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 da. They took me to the commander's office, met him, met, met the non-commissioned office in charge. And they said, look, all right, uh, your living quarters will be here or off base if, you know, we'll give you a per diem. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Report Monday morning, uh, dress for duty. I come in with my starch fatigues. I come, I report. And the first thing they said to me, shake everybody's hand, get a cup of coffee. All right, go over there in the corner, sit down three hours and read the SOPs. Standard operating procedures for this base. We don't want to hear what you did to your last base. <laughs> your last base don't apply here. Hello. And all they were concerned with is you being conformed to where you are right now. Are y'all getting this? I had a I had a I had a sergeant in charge from Tennessee, man. He he didn't open his mouth. I came in, he said, uh, hello, Sergeant Gordon. He was very sourceful. Hello, Sergeant, how are you? Welcome to our unit. He was in charge. He said, Did you read the SOPs? Yes, sir. And about three weeks later, I decided to go in his office and say, hey, Sarge, I got an idea. He said, we don't want your ideas. <laughs> and he didn't say that without cussing either. And I learned quickly, they, they are unimpressed. Why? Because what works for them works for them. We're not altering our programs because you think you are the next Sigmund Freud. And, and, and there was no rejection there. It was just the way it was. And it doesn't mean you omit people's ideas or you don't have any creativity. No, you have it, but only going so far. 
So once the man said, no, we don't want it, then you just take it, take it home and, and bury it till you get to your next station and try it there. The fact of the matter is, is that transitions are hard. Got married 30 years ago, one or 30 years. Went on a honeymoon, lovely wife, godly woman, couldn't ask her best. Super intelligent. We on a honeymoon, no kids. I woke up 3 o'clock in the morning, looked at her and said, what in the world did I do? Years later, she said she woke up and looked at me and said, what in the world did I do? <laughs> this is the honeymoon. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. I'm in hell now. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. No, I'm not. We have a marriage made in heaven. But we did go to hell, but we came back. Praise the Lord. But look at this. Look at this. It, it, it's all right. That's, that's for you guys that are struggling. Be encouraged. Things get better. Can I get a witness? Amen. Things get, when things go wrong in your marriage, pray and find a good TV program. Go look at it. <laughs> things will pass over. Don't worry about it. Look at this. Lord Jesus. What kind of counsel is that? Look at this. Why is it so hard to leave the old? Because there are things in the old that brought you comfort. We miss the leeks and the onions. Ah, yeah, my last mate, he loved the Lord, but he would party and curse and get high sometimes. And you know, I kind of like that. So now you done married somebody with a book. Praise the name of Jesus. Is that all you can do? Is that all you can say? <laughs> Don't we like some of the things of the old? Are y'all going to talk back to me? Uh, Don't we miss some of the things of the old? You ain't got an answer. I know you do. Mm. Check this out. A new travel departure. Ah, leaving the place. Not that look, look, the place metaphorically. Not when he's talking about direction, he's not talking about physical moving, but leaving where you were in 2016. Mentally, emotionally, and psychologically. If if I'm gonna have a new startup. I can't take, can't everything from last year into this year. Are y'all praying with me? There's a new travel, new departure, new trust, new dependence, a new triumph, new, new, new divide, a new, come on now, a leaving, a cleaving, and cooperating with God. See, that's one of the challenges of marriage. God says, leave and then cleave. And many of us don't ever leave. Leave what? Leave your family. Leave your friends. Come on now. Y'all ain't got to say amen. You got to leave all of that before you can cleave to one another. You're taking baggage into the marriage that God never told you to take. And the baggage is going to come back and haunt you. 
because I can't show total love to you because I'm dragging a caravan of stuff that God didn't tell me to drag. You and your husband, you and your wife got to work out issues, work them out. Don't go back to your mother. Your mother ought to shut the door. You can't come back up in here. Now, now I'm not talking about physical abuse. Physical abuse, you need to leave. Are y'all getting this from pastor? I'm talking about you had an argument, you can't work things out. Uh, you don't go back home. Home is gone. Remember that commercial, that boy come back home. Mom, where's my bedroom? She done... She done turned it into something else. <laughs> it ain't there no more. New startup of a new watch. It's directional. Lord, where am I going in 2017? And then how am I going to get there? Hmm. My God. Hmm. The second thing is the startup of a new worship. Don't miss this. Turn to chapter 5 real quick. We've been here before. Give Joshua some credit. Joshua, not, listen, let me go back to the startup of a new watch. The one thing I learned in the military was called adaptability. You got to adopt and adapt a whole new attitude to encompass new things. Are y'all getting this? So if, Lord have mercy. So if I enter a new realm of existence, I need to adapt to that realm of existence. And people who are flexible and can adapt and can adopt, they are strong. People who are rigid and can't make the change over, they are weak. Are y'all getting this? Adaptability is a strength that says, if, if life serves you a lemon, make lemonade. Use everything you can to make your uh, stay better, comfortable, or, you know, whatever. Functional. Functional. Make it happen. Make it, I mean... They laughed at me 30 years ago. They really did because they, they said, oh, he like Joseph. He a dreamer. I was a dreamer. But I was willing to make it happen. I don't pray for it to happen and wait for it to happen. Make it happen. Let's make this happen. Let's go to every door and way of town. Let's witness. Let's talk about marketing of your children. Let's talk about ministry. Let's talk about the Bible. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Ah! Hard work. You got to adapt and you got to adopt. The problem with us is God is always telling you to accept before you adapt. You'll get that on the way home. You just married your wife, accept her fully with all her flaws. Now make the adaptability change. Mm -hmm. The new startup of Worship is not transition, it's transference. New devotion. Real quick, chapter 5, verse 13. Can we look there, please? And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho. Now, his first objective is Jericho. That he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, there stood a man, Theophany, this is Jesus Christ pre-incarnate, over him, against him, with his sword drawn in his hand. 
Now, this is interesting. Joshua is leading two and a half million people. Joshua is one of them leaders up front. Joshua is a military commander. Joshua is a bad boy. Joshua, take your head off. Joshua calls out and says, oh, who's coming against us? This, this man riding on a white horse. Joshua says, are you for us or against us? Now, had the man on a horse coming in the opposite direction says, I'm against you, Joshua would have pulled the sword out and went to fight him. Hmm, that's when leaders used to fight. Yeah. And look what Jesus says. And he said, no, nay, verse 14, but as the captain of the host. Now, this don't mean anything to Gentiles. The Jews, when he says the captain, I'm in charge of all heaven, hell, and earth. The, the hosts of the armies of heaven follow me. He says, I'm in charge of the hosts. I'm the Lord. I'm now come. And Joshua fell on the earth with his face and did worship and said unto him, what saith my Lord unto a servant? Notice there's a confrontation, then there's a condemnation. That, that, that is condensation. He is, the highlight is confrontation. The humility is condensation. He worships him because worship comes before warfare. When something breaks out in your life, you better find out where Jesus is. Can I get a witness? Worship is not optional. Worship is our receiving almighty God acknowledging that we need him. Uh, amen. Submitting to him. Making him the prerequisite of our lives. Look what the captain of the host said in verse 15. Take your shoes off. Same thing he said to Moses. Why? Because you're standing on holy ground. You know what makes me laugh about all these episodes of people trying to find the shroud of Jesus and uh, the, the Ark of the Covenant and did Jesus walk here? Did Jesus, it means the ground is only holy when God is standing on it. Do I have a witness? In, in the name of Jesus. That is, that is, that is. That is. And, and don't fall for these gimmicks. I got a sheet at home with the face impression of Jesus. No, look at it closely. That's my face. I was in cahoots with this deal. <laughs> Stop being so gullible. I saw the mother Mary under a tree. Well, Zacchaeus was under a tree. Jesus was on a tree. And, 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 so, and, so, and so understand, uh, he is worshiping the supreme son of God. My pastor taught me the significance of worship. And that's why I am the way I am. I, you know, listen, I... Uh, I was going after a musician one time. Now, Sister Garrison was with me 26 years, but I was going after a musician one time, and my pastor knew the musician and knew me. He said, he, he said son, you don't want him. He's an entertainer. I don't want no entertainer. I want somebody to glorify Jesus. Entertainers are a dime a dozen on BET. Half of them going to hell. Every time somebody dies, you don't put them in heaven. Now, you're only going to hear this from me. 
Every time they, they've, been, they've been taking drugs, they've been in the world, they've been living like the devil, and every time they die, oh, they in glory. You keep believing they in glory. We're not trying to judge every individual, but child of God, the Biblios establishes the truth. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. Am I preaching the word or what? And they will not follow another. And all that the Father give me shall come to me. And I will no wise cast them out. And whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to his image. You better read the Bible. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not preach in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not? And he's going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. You workers of it, I never knew you in righteousness. Uh, hmm. And all that the Father gives me going to heaven. shall come to me. And Only I will no wise cast them out. Only those that are saved, born again, blood And whom blood he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed you, to you his image. You, wanna. Yeah, if the, you better the read the Bible. Is that our job is to preach truth. Many will say to me in that day, There's an apostle. Lord, Lord, did we not right now preach in, in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did People we not? Like and he will say, Depart God. from me, I never knew you. They don't even believe it. Atheists don't believe I never God. Knew Agnostics you don't believe you can have a personal relationship with God. You, uh, you got all kind of isms out mm. here. And all There's that the Father gives me and the truth shall come Jesus. to me. And I will in no wise cast them out. Only uh, those that are saved, born again, blood And whom blood he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to his image. When we we talked about transition. Many will say to me in that now trusting is more difficult. We got to make adjustments in 2017. There's going to be some challenges. Turn to your neighbor and they say, don't neighbor, don't I never knew what's coming up, believe you can have a personal relationship with God. some good, you, you got all kind of isms, some bad. And all that the Father gives me and the shall come to me. And I will no wise cast them out. Only those that are saved, born again, blood And whom he did foreknow, he also did to be conformed to his When we go through warfare, it's trusting. Is that now we're talking about transition. Many will say in terms now trusting is more difficult. We got to make adjustments in 2017. Did we not cast out these challenges? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, what's coming up? Some good, seeing loved ones hopelessly defeated. And all that the Father gives me, and as Joshua approaches his encounter at Jericho, and I will no wise cast out. Lord have mercy and challenge those that are saved, born again, blood. And whom he did for no, he also did to be conformed to his image. You and I, when we go through warfare, it's trusting. Is 
that I've now we're talking about transition. Many will say it's terms. Now, trust me, it's more difficult. We got to make adjustments. In 2017, what do we need? I'm glad you asked. With the walls, the obstacles, and the giants, we need a prayer life. We need a trust. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Don't we need a prayer life? We need to spend more time with Jesus than we do on our phones. We need to spend more time with Jesus than we do, amen, on Facebook. We need to spend more time with Jesus alone than we do, amen, surmising stuff. We need some quality time with the Lord. Not I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. I ain't talking about that mess. Lord, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, whither shall I go? Psalm 121, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth. You ought to have some kind of log. You ought to have some kind of diary. You, you ought to have some kind of intimate relationship with my Jesus. Can I get a witness? Hey, 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 you ought to put in that log the day you started praying and then put back in the log the day the Lord answered the prayer. Hmm. Every year I got some obstacles. Every year I got walls. Every year I got giants. I don't know how I'm going to conquer them, but the Lord tells me, be still and know that I'm God. I dare you to trust me. I dare you to give it over to me. And amen, some of it's difficult. Some of it's dealing with family. Some of it, come on, dealing with my own stuff. Don't we have our own stuff? Don't, don't you know you messed up and, and don't you know when you mess up? Don't you know that, 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 that stuff keeps messing up inside of you and you need a power greater than yourself? You need a person greater than yourself? You need a persuasion greater than yourself to bring you to yourself so that you have the victory in yourself? Don't you understand that without him you can do nothing? Uh, walls, obstacles, and giants. And in 30 years of passing, every time we had a major problem in the church, God would always return me to the place where I first met him. He didn't tell me to go to the elders or to the ministers. He said, I called you. Lord, have mercy. Out of darkness into his marvelous light. I told you the vision was Jeremiah 1 to pull up, to pluck up, to build and plant. I told you you would come through victorious. So when a problem arises, just give me back the problem. In the name 
of Jesus. There's power in his name. Can I get a witness? And when I'm in his name, there's no weapon formed against me that shall prosper. When I'm in his name, amen, I don't have to stand up, stay up with sleepless nights. When it's in his name, I got power to walk right and power to talk right and power to do right and power to be right because my God is an awesome God and it's not by might nor by power, but it's by his spirit. Finally, the startup of a new wisdom. I'm going to make this short. Here's the problem in Joshua. Jericho was a much greater campaign than Ai. The second city, Ai, was small and insignificant. So they thought, we don't need to send all them soldiers there because we can just take this over. They were overconfident. Do I have a witness? See, the same faith they got you through in the past is the same faith you need for the future, whether it's high, low, big, or small. Do I have a witness? You can't cut corners because from your perception, you can handle it. Uh, you can't handle it. Can I get a witness? But when they got to Ai, something happened. And Joshua was in the blind. Joshua said, Lord, he went back to the Lord and said, Lord, we don't understand this. We took Jericho uh, with your grace and your mercy and your power. But God, we came to a small city and we got defeated at Ai. God said, let me tell you why. Because first of all, not only did you go in unconfident, you lost your faith. Can I get a witness? You start showing off your force. But here's why. Because there's sin in the camp. Somebody decided to steal my booty. I told Reverend Green this morning, don't touch the booty. Don't touch the booty, Green. The booty was everything in the city belonged to God. When you and I mismanage, misjudge, mishandle God's stuff, God's coming. Do I have a witness? Yeah, if pastor don't steal, ain't nobody stealing. Can I get a witness? Uh, yeah, y'all can say, y'all can keep quiet if you want to. Let me look at the clock. The fact of the matter is some family stole from God. God identified the family to Joshua. They pulled the whole family out, women, children, and burnt them all. Is that in the Bible? They, they burnt them all because they would dare, listen, and this is why members don't understand the word. You can sin with a high hand and not even know it. The word high hand, the phrase high hand means you got a high position. You got a high place in the church and you would dare do something undercover. That's sinning with a high hand. You would be disloyal to the man of God who appointed you. That's sinning with a high hand. I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get away? You would dare divide the flock behind his back. That's sinning with a high hand. Paul said, Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil, but the Lord will re reward him according to his works. Can't touch the booty. Let booty mean whatever you want it to mean. If it ain't yours, don't touch it. Now, what other church you gonna get this kind of preaching? 
a new direction, a new devotion, a new difficulty, a new deliverance. 2017, we need a new startup. Attitude, altitude, accountability, new startup. I had some leaders text me and call me this morning. Pastor, I would like to be there, but the roads are bad. Now, I, I'm already. No, I'm already saying maybe God didn't call you to this high position. Because tomorrow they'll be breaking their necks. Now the sun is out. I, I know the back. I know the highways are bad. But you can't live two doors from the church. When I got people coming from Philadelphia, Delaware, are y'all giving me? Green, Green lives in Delaware. Stand, stand up, Reverend Green. Green rolled by himself. He lives in Delaware. Let's get Lord a hand clap. The buses went to Philly and Atlantic City. Here you are, merged to the church. I can't make it. What kind of mess is that? Somebody got to say it. It's trifling. Are y'all getting this? Uh, don't get me started. 2017. New direction. New devotion. We're going to put back in the bulletins, Tamika and Shante. We're going to put back in the bulletins how to read through the Bible in a year. We need that kind of devotion. There will be some new difficulties. All you got to do is trust the Lord through them. Give it to Jesus and a new deliverance. Amen. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, if you're here this morning you want to be saved, truly born again, blood washed, blood bought, give Jesus Christ your life. He's God the Son and Son of God. Just raise your hand right now if you want to give your life to Christ. I see your hands. Come on up here. Come on. If you're not saved, come on up here. Don't go to hell. Come on up here. The Lord wants to work with you. Come on up here. Or perhaps you are saved. You're looking for a church home. Raise your hand. Come on up. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on. Come on. Oh, here they come. Ah. Ah. Brother, love you guys, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on. That's it. Come on, darling. Oh, bless the Lord. Nah. Hey. Hey, baby. Nah. All right. Hey, can y'all move, 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 yeah, this way? Come on. Praise Jesus, my brother. All right, come on. Come on out of your seats. Come on, come on. Come on. Step out, step out. This is the purpose of the church. This is the purpose of the church. Not banquets and, and, and all. This is the purpose of the church. Not bingo and, come on now. This is the purpose of the church. Can y'all move down, please? Is there another? Is there another? You want to give your life to Christ. You want to join this church in your Christian experience. You join this church, you will be discipled. You will be developed. You will be delivered through the power of the Holy Spirit. Is there another? Come on out. Is there another? In the center, my people that came by bus, give your life to Christ. Are you saved? If you're not saved, come on out. Come on. Come on, baby. There you go. I See, see Jesus sent me back here just for you. Jesus sent me back here just for you. Go ahead. Is there another? Is there another? Come on, be honest. Be honest with God and be honest with yourself. Come on. Come on. Praise the Lord. We love to have you. Is there another? Praise Jesus. I have no blood on my hands. None. 
Is there another? Over here? Praise God. All right. We love you. We thank God for you. Father, bless the food that is, has been prepared for all of the people who came by bus and discipleship. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for coming up. Can you go with the minister, please? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Go ahead.